Welcome to the Invino Fab podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Patrice. Invino Fabulum means in wine story. And there are so many tales that need to be told about women from all walks of life and their communities, paired with wine, of course. The Invino Fab pod is a place to learn and a space to share stories about work, interests, passion projects, issues, and random wine facts. Hey, and you know what the best activity to do during these COVID pandemic times are, uh, Patrice? I do not. Uh, pod- podcasting because we're socially distant that's right that's right you know i was listening to a podcast the other day um which i can't remember which one of course but um you know they were talking about like what is synchronous right because there's all the discussion about synchronous and asynchronous learning and sure. how like if you are listening to a podcast for the person listening it's a synchronous experience because you actually feel like you are there listening with them. Interesting. It was, I mean, it was a really interesting way to think about it. And I did think, yeah, you know, like when I listen to a podcast, like it feels like it's a live conversation, right? Like as opposed yeah. to record, you know, people that do it really well. Um, However, I don't know that, that you know, the, the, it, it was related to education. I don't know that that translates because I think the part of the synchronous that a lot of students want is that, that you know, interactive piece. Yeah, right? two-way. Two One-way, right. They want it to yeah. Yeah. I think podcasts, and I think this is why you and I still do it, um, is a good way to get intimate and interactive in a different way. So maybe it's like, it is immersive because it's in someone's ear, but it's also like a deep listen into ideas or stories or questions or concepts. So I don't know. I don't know if it's totally asynchronous, but because it's not, yeah, it's not involved interactive, but maybe it's a an immersive learning experience. If we're going to apply it to learning or just listening, because I feel like you and I talked about like being on screen and this is just an audio based podcast. And what's kind of nice is I don't know if you've gone back to have just regular phone calls with people instead of being on the screen. I have not. So that's something I'm doing a bit more of these days. And I'm doing it with people like you and I that work in learning design, online learning, because there's lots of these Zoom calls, they say, or yeah. they, they just want to be able to walk and talk or right. be outside and talk. And it, for me, I've actually enjoyed, and maybe that's, maybe that's why, just having a sit back in conversation where mm-hmm. we don't have to see each other and get a reaction. We just listen. So yeah. that's maybe why I think podcasting has become why we do it to produce and host or why we listen, I guess. It's just a different way to engage with someone. Yeah. So what else are you doing to kind of keep yourself occupied during quarantine? Yeah. So the quarantine 10 pounds is gained. So I'm back to running. Um, I tried to do some more early mornings because it's really hot. I, I still live in Texas in the moment and it's pretty hot. So still try to get out and listen or have a phone conversation on walks is kind of what I'm doing these days if I'm not going to run. Um, but I've been thinking more about um, things that I can do in my house. And one of them is taking courses <laughs> myself, like learning. So I shared with you before I started a coach training program and yeah. may- maybe another podcast with friend Julie that's to be released. Uh, just processing some of these ideas around what coaching is and isn't because I always thought it was like mentoring or advising or something else and it's not. So it's been interesting to learn about it. Hmm. 
I, um, I have not found the time to sign up for any courses or anything like that, although I've, I've thought about it. But one thing, so both my, uh, well, my older daughter just um, went back to New York City, but both my daughters were living with me and we had a pretty solid workout routine. A couple of uh, soul cycle instructors, because they can't, or, you know, for most of the time they couldn't do classes, would do live sessions and then they would have the recordings posted on Zoom. And so we had a, it's helpful having them in the house because that get, would get me up and, you know, working out in the morning. So that's been really good. And I was training for the Chicago Marathon until that got canceled. And it's, it's interesting. A it's a sad, heartbreaking thing when your marathons get canceled, isn't it? Yeah. And even though, I mean, we, the whole time we pretty much knew it was going to get canceled before it got canceled, it was still motivating to like train. And it's interesting how like the minute it got canceled, I was like, Oh yeah. Like I don't need to like be running 15 to 20 miles anymore. But yeah. So I mean, the, we've, we have been working out a lot. I would I would really like to try and carve out the time to take a course or something like that, but I have not done that yet. You know what? I, like you, will be honest, I lost my motivation for running the same thing. Like the Big Sur one got canceled, got pushed to November, and then we said we wouldn't do it till next year. And they're like, no, we're just going to refund. I think we really need a goal to work towards. And that's, so the reason why I signed up for this course is I could see some value in coaching people through some things and getting them forward, forward thinking of where they want to be next. And there is a certification at the end. So in some ways, you're right, you for me at least, I need to have like, am I running for a purpose? It, health is good and well-being is good, but I also, like you, are competitive and sporty and we like to have that challenge. So I think that's the only reason why I signed up for the, this coaching was I knew that I would use it and I would get it as part of a certification and it gives me an accountability that I don't think I had because when everything kind of uh, blew up, shut down in the pandemic, uh, I think we lost a lot of those future goals, right? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it is definitely much, much harder. And I think so many of us, especially in higher ed, are overworked now or, you know, like working really long hours. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Hey, I don't blame you for not wanting to be on a screen for that reason. So don't take an online course right now is what I would say. No, I, I think I, I don't have the same interaction in higher ed um, as, as you do. So being in industry, we don't have a lot of calls these days or we're trying to sync less because of that. Um, well, we have different time zones or we're trying to think about remote work asynchronously. What does that look like? And when do we really need to meet for how long? And so our syncs are very um, short these days. So I don't typically have more than an hour and a half hour meeting. I should say, if it doesn't go for the full half hour, we cut it. We're like, all right, you get 22 minutes back, go back to, yeah. So we try to be very cognizant of that, but, um, I miss the interactive piece and I'm sure you're interacting with your team all the time. I just don't have a team that does that the same way or the same, like we have to meet and talk on video, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk almost well, I mean, I'm in meetings all day, every day, but, mm-hmm. um, and my, you know, I talk with my team constantly, but I, one of the Zoom, I was on a Zoom event, like a non-work related Zoom event, and somebody commented that they're like, although I'm on Zoom all the time, every day, it's so nice to see somebody that I don't, right? Like at work, you mm-hmm. see the same people on Zoom all the time. So at least like if it's something else, you know, you're seeing other people. So it still feels like 
a little bit more of a social experience. Totally. Yeah. yeah. If you have a, your friend group is there, you can gather with, or I have a cohort of coaches in training that I'm kind of like, Oh, it's fun to see you all on Saturday morning. And yeah. Great. Um, I think we're going to have to think about in these times, like this pandemic, I think you and I have said, we're coming to terms. It's going to go on another six, 12 months, who knows until a vaccine comes to any sort of normalcy, whatever that means anymore comes back. So we talked a little bit about before we hitting record that it's going to be probably another year and we have to think about what are we willing to do and go out there and be in the world and what kind of risks are you thinking about? And you and I have done a few things in the outer world. I don't do a whole lot, but you've dined out. I have. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we were, other than like going out for a walk or running, we did not interact with anyone else since March. Same. And as things started to open up in the Cambridge area, um, we did go out to dinner for the first time in a very small restaurant near our home that had about four tables, so it felt safe. And Mm -hmm. when we got there for dinner, we were the only people there, so it felt very safe. (laughs) Private dining. Look at you all exclusive. Um, My kids joked that I had like bought out the restaurant so there'd be nobody else there. And then... About a week later, we went out to dinner again, again, like outside on a patio, but there were a few more people. And um, somebody was just saying how, it's like at the beginning of the pandemic, everybody was having anxiety because we had to stay inside alone. And now we're all having anxiety at the idea of like being with other people. And I think that's so true because, you know, like you're, you know, and it was like we were outside, we were spread pretty far apart, but there's still that like, anxiety of you know being around other people and wondering like is anybody sick and yeah I think this you're right that we have so much knowledge coming at us and we have nothing else to do but follow the news and updates and we know that aerosols make a difference so I like you besides walking and running did not go inside anywhere I voted once primary I went to the post office in and out really quick with a mask on wearing masks and I haven't even got a haircut. So this is like going to be the new hot trend wearing masks and being masked up in public and spaces and all around. It's something that we have to think about. We're going to have to do some of this for the next years, go to appointments or um, meet people outside somewhere with your mask on. Like I've had to have, have some contractors in our house, look at things and they have a mask on. I have a mask on. They say, they're like, you don't need to have a mask on. It's your house. I went, I do it for me to protect you and vice versa. It's safer that way. And so it's, talking about what that looks like in a social setting and interacting with people is really going to be um, coming up with some new societal norms out there. Um, Because everyone is, you know, wearing masks and things. But I do wonder like whether it will stay normalized over the long term, right? Where like when it's flu season, for example, people will continue wearing masks just as a precautionary measure. Yeah, I would say, I think about like uh, South Korea and China, like masking is normal. I actually had a couple cloth masks from friends from there before yeah. this even, even was thought of. And I think that's a good question. Like we're just going to come up with, you bring your hand sanitizer, you have your masks, uh, yeah. you wash your hands. Like I think we are going to have to think like that more because the level of risk is protecting yourself. It's like, Masking up is to protect someone else, right? So it's yeah. kind of a community thing we're all going to have to invest in. Yeah, I I agree 100%. And I think in the immediate, we all hope that people will start wearing their masks now. 
Yeah. And socially distance or physical distance from each other is really important. You still should socialize, but have it out, like be outside. Like, I think it's great that you found a restaurant outside. Uh, I would love to eat at a restaurant outside, but I don't know if I'm there yet. Um, but, and it's all going to warm up, right? We, we have friends and family that have different comfort levels and they're, I think my dad's wearing gardening gloves and a mask to the bank. So I'm pretty sure he looks like a felon. And uh, like, we're going to have to figure out what that looks like for each one of us. Right. And it's not judging other people, but making decisions on who's in your little network or the, the pods as they call it. And my pod still only has a few of us, like a handful of people here. So yeah, I'm going to have to drive through the country. So that's what I'm thinking about. Like we have to really go what's going on in that part of the country that we're going to drive through to move through. That's what I've been thinking lately. Yeah. I mean, right now um, when we do go um, to the Adirondacks in New York, it's a little over a three hour drive and we're able to make it there without stopping <laughs> in, the, in the bubble of your car. <laughs> so that we don't have to like go in any public restrooms, which is the other interesting thing. Like, even if you go like, that's like, you know, a place to draw a line is well, like, I'll go sit in a public restaurant but do i want to like you know be in a enclosed bathroom with like other people which i think some of them are only letting one person in at a time but there are all of these different like steps and pieces of actually like you know going on a trip or going out in public yeah we're gonna have to break that one down later 32 hours in a car stopping five, six places. Yeah. No, there's all these things that are in my head that like, I'd love to be in that three hour bubble, but like, there's things that we're going to have to do yeah. to move forward yeah. in our lives. And it's kind of like, how do we move forward? Be okay with that. And then say, I don't know. Like, I, I think you and I are probably like very overly cautious compared to some other folks. We know some people have yeah, yeah. been in planes or been very comfortable going to restaurants and bars. And I'm like, eh, gross. <laughs> so I don't know what to say. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. We'll have to check back in soon to see what's going on and hopefully things will be getting better. Yeah. Until then, my friends, mask up, keep your six feet still. And it's okay to meet outside for short periods of time. And yep, yep you can, you have to go to the loo, go home. That's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> These are sound <laughs> advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh patrice we'll follow up and we'll talk maybe about um school plans and back to other plans another time because i think that's something maybe good just to figure out how things are going yeah that sounds good until next time until next time cheers to catch the next episode be sure to subscribe to in vino fab wherever you get your podcasts find us on twitter and instagram at in vino fab and we'll always welcome comments and messages sent by tweet private message or email at invinofabulum at gmail.com. Cheers. Cheers.